This is the author. 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 Penguin Random House Audio presents. This is the author. This is the author. This is the author. Writing a book is hard. Narrating your audio book is, well, we'll let the author tell you about it. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Alan Alda. The book is about communicating and relating to other people, and it's called "If I Understood You, Would I Have This Look on My Face?" And that's really what it's about. It's about the value of relating. I think the basis of communicating is when you understand what's going on in the head of the person you're talking to or communicating with, whether you're talking to them in person or in a written piece of material. You've got to know what they're going through, otherwise you're just spraying information at them. It might cover them nicely, but it doesn't get in their head. So the important thing for me that I've explored over the past twenty years. Is how to get somebody to the point where they're able to connect with the other person so well that the communication just comes out of them easily and gets into the other person's head with no barriers. And what I found working with about eight thousand scientists was that if we taught them some of the basic exercises of improvisation, which brings players together, gets them to really observe one another, if we taught them that. They'd be able to say what they had to say about the most difficult things, and it would land on the other person with ease. It's all about relating. Relating is everything, and it's an exploration not only of that what I think is a fact, but there's research that really back up these notions. How important storytelling is. What happens in the brain? What happens in my brain when I tell you a story? And what happens in your brain when you hear the story? Interestingly, although we found out how important these elements are for communication, we found them out by training about eight thousand scientists, and we continue to train them around the world. It was only through training the scientists that we began to realize that everybody needs this to be able to communicate. Everybody needs to be able to find this essential element, which is the ability to relate, whether you're in business. Or a parent trying to communicate with a child, or you're breaking up, or you're asking for a raise—all of these things are examples of communication at their most critical. And if we don't know how to be present with the other person, I think we're behind the eight ball. It's fascinating to me that this is a field of study that's blooming now, and I can't wait to read more research as it comes out on this subject because it's really at the heart of how we learn to live together, all of us, whoever we are, whatever field we're in, whatever relationship we're in. I had a really interesting experience narrating this book, reading the book into a microphone, because I'm very aware that there's a real difference, a huge difference between reading off the printed page and speaking spontaneously. And my goal. As an actor and as a person, is to speak spontaneously, not to sound mechanical. I'm always aware that there's a real person at the other end of the communication. That's what the book is about. But it's a problem when you read words. I always discourage scientists when they're talking to the public about their work. I urge them not to read anything, but to know it so well. After all, they're passionate about the work they've been doing it often for decades. 
that they can just share it with the other people. But you can't do that with a book because every word has been chosen carefully months or years in advance, and it has to be read word for word. This is a layman's guess, and it's totally a guess, but I have this funny feeling that it's a lot like simply processing words when you're reading and not making a social connection. It's almost as though the words are coming in off the paper through the eye to the back of the brain, then jumping around a little bit in the parts that identify meaning, and then going straight to the part of the brain that controls speech without any reference to those parts of the brain that are social, where you know you're talking to another person, where you're trying to make an impression on the other person. You're with them. You're seeing them. You know they're there. That changes your voice when you're speaking spontaneously, and it's somehow not happening when you're reading off a page. You know, if I'm directing actors, they're saying words that were once written on a page. And sometimes it's very difficult for all of us actors to divorce ourselves from the page that the words are written on that we learned from reading them off a page originally. So even trained actors have a problem making spontaneous something that's written. So this is an interesting experience where you must say it as written, but it has to be as close to spontaneous as you can make it. At least it has to be for me. I don't enjoy hearing something that sounds read. It's a little hard to follow a computer when it reads to me. And I feel the same way if a person sounds like a computer when reading to me. When I sound like it, I don't like it. So many of the times that I go back and read a sentence again, over and over again in the recording, it's because it doesn't sound enough to me like it's just occurring to me. I've set myself up now for people reading this saying, well, you didn't manage to do it. <laughs> This sounds totally immodest and completely self-seeking, but I loved reading this book and making a recording of it because it was as if I had heard it for the first time. It's been six months since I last looked at it. It's been in the production process at Random House all that time. So I'm hearing it fresh as it's coming out of my mouth, and I'm thinking to myself, this is good. I really liked it. I thought it made sense. I learned things from reading this. I thought, i got to go home and tell my wife about this. (laughs) I do have advice for the next author who narrates his book or her book. Get to sleep early. This is exhausting. Tune in next time to hear what happens when another author is in the studio. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.